This is the Peak Cast, presented by Strive 365, where we strive to eliminate childhood trauma while equipping youth to become resilient and better our community. We discuss social and emotional issues affecting today's time while bringing you experienced leaders to discuss diverse topics in a fun and informative way. Strive365 coming to you guys all the way live. How are you guys doing? This is JP Kittle Casey with my co-host Raheem the Dream. Welcome to our season two podcast of the PCAST episode one. Hassan, how are you doing? I'm great, man. Glad to be back at it. Uh, got our favorite guest again. I think it's just right to start it off with him. So I'm going to just jump on in it. Um, also, wait, JP, how are you doing today? You doing well? I'm doing awesome, man. Good. Staying healthy. Good. That's Waiting awesome. for the new year. So, yeah, welcome to 2021, guys. Glad that we could uh, push through 2020. Uh, a lot of great things that happened, especially at Strive365. And let's go ahead and introduce, you guys already know him, but we're going to reintroduce him. None other than Dr. Brandon J. Curry. And J is because he has a jumper. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, fellas? Appreciate uh, taking time to have me back. Season two. Um, I'd just like to start by saying I feel like a veteran now because this is my second time, right? So the goal is to be better than I was the first time. Um, but you guys have done a really good job. You've interviewed some great people, great partners, great community leaders. So, you know, I got to step my game up today. Yep, sure do. So today's topic, guys, is going to be about the past, present, and future. As you know, uh, Strive365 started in 2020. Uh, now we're in 2021. Um, a lot of great things we did, uh, but we're, like Brandon said, we're going to step up our game and 2021 is going to be even more special. Um, so JP, do you want to jump into faces? Uh, and by the way, guys, Brandon doesn't have an outline. We normally give our guest outlines. He said that he didn't need it. What was the um, analogy you gave us with Jordan? What was it? I was like, well, do you ask Jordan if he needs an outline for the game-winning shot? You know, he just steps up to the plate and just executes, right? Executes. So these guys, these guys, I already know, you, you're going to try to stump me today, and the goal is not to let that happen. You know, I'm just going to speak straight from the heart and just let let the listeners know exactly where I'm, we're coming from, you know? Perfect. Love it. Oh. So with our new pot, with our new season of our podcast, we have a transition phase we like to call facelifts, which is about our key values. So right. Brandon, Dr. Curry, when have you used one of our five key values of faces, uh, whether you are uh, at work or just in general in life? And just to recap of faces, when have you fostered resilience, acted with empathy, Cultivated change, establish trust, and serve youth. Yep. See, I already know all those, right? So <laughs> I, like that, I told you it. already. I told you I'm ready. No, you said when have I? You want me to pick one and talk about when I've used it? Yeah, one or two. When have you used those in your life recently? Recently, yeah, I would say, honestly, of of the five, one that's probably happened most often recently would be the act with empathy. Um, I just I think during 2020, obviously, we've had some uh, turbulent times, a lot of different stresses occurring, um, starting with obviously COVID-19 and the impact that's had on us locally, nationally and even globally. And um, 
just the crazy thing with that right now is that it, I feel like when it first came out, I knew it was there, it was impacting a lot of people. But every day I feel like it's coming closer and closer and closer and impacting um, me more personally and professionally too. I mean, JP, you just had it, right? Um, several friends have had it. So there's no running from it. There's no ignoring it. It's impacting um, individuals in different ways. So trying, there's no, there's no way to avoid not being empathetic for how it's impacting people and the position it's putting people in. Um, same with our community partners and what's happening around us with our partners and you know, primarily, you know, our focus is youth and kids and just the lack of routines and what they have to go through um, with the uncertainty of school and their friendships and relationships with their teachers, um, just dealing with those different challenges and every household's different. So trying to, you know, put myself in their situation as well as the parents, the caretakers, um, they still have to work but then they also have to figure out ways to support their kids that are now primarily at home doing the virtual learning and that component. So it's, you know, you're a caretaker, you still have to, you know, financially support the family and then also support the family emotionally while also then being a teacher, um, making sure that those things are done too. So I think acting with empathy of the five would be the one that I think has been um, the the primary uh, focus for me in this last year, at least in the last six months. Yeah, that's key. I think it's uh, great that we have leaders such as you and all the other partners that we work with. Uh, that's something that we hear a lot is how they act with empathy. Uh, I think if you don't understand, that's the biggest thing. If you don't understand uh, the situations that people are going through, you're not going to be able to help them because you just think, oh, everything like, you know, I have this problem, but you don't understand the problems they have. So it's right. great that uh, you see those problems and you understand them because in that way you can actually uh, make a difference. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody wants to, you can't, you know, you can't put everybody in the same box and say, you know, gift wrap, here's a solution to this issue. Every situation is different. Every person responds differently. You can have kids or individuals in the same household, but they're, they have different emotions involved with the situation and what's happening. So, um, you know, pandemics and natural disasters, and there's different forms of trauma and, and those forms of trauma create toxic stress to each individual. So, you know, we have to be willing to leave our comfort zones and listen, actively listen, um, to the needs of individuals if we're truly trying to create change. So I think that being empathetic, looking at things from a different perspective is key if we're actually going to create solutions to the issues that people are facing. And I actually think Strive's biggest strength that we may not talk about the most, and I think I said this to you yesterday, Brandon, is that we're versatile and adaptable um, mm -hmm. because we don't just look at it from a black and white lens and <clears throat> that there's so many other issues. Um, so now I'm going to transition to our the meat of our podcast with going into the to the middle, where's the biggest topic that we focus on. Um, so actually, it's so I called it past, present, and future, but I'm going to dig a little deeper into what that means. So it's growth, success, and future. 
as well as past, present, and future. So Strive 365, like we've said, uh, for 2020, I believe we did phenomenal uh, for especially the circumstances we were put in. Um, I'm just going to jump into it, Brandon, and I want to hear how you, in your lens, um, where did you think Strive, uh, really for the viewers, uh, how has it grown in the past year? Um, and then touch on the accomplishments of yourself um, and the staff as well from your lens. Yeah, from my lens, you know, it all started with, I think, in any success, preparation is key, planning is key, um, be, you know, having a willingness to, to put systems in place and go through the process. But as you mentioned um, prior to this, Hassan, you talked about um, strengths of being flexible and adaptable um, because that's really what 2020 has been. It's our first year. However, you know, we have plans and things in place. We had calendars laid out. Um, we had developed systems that we were using. And then all of a sudden, it's about mid-March, boom, everything comes to a halt with COVID and we had to shift, right? Um, the needs of our partners in the community were still there, but we had to deliver support in a different way than we had originally planned. So we had to then come together as a group and figure out how we were still gonna offer our programming and our support um, to their needs, but deliver that message in a different light in a different way. So I think we realized a lot, or I, I realized a lot about our team and the ability to shift quickly and to adapt to the needs of our um, partners. And in a way it's kind of how we've always been built. You know, we have a framework and a model we use um, in building relationships and behavioral changes, working with kids. However, a lot of our partnerships and groups are doing great things. All we're doing is working with them and coming in, filling gaps and saying, okay, it sounds like your needs are this. We're working with them to figure out solutions to the problem. And then we implement them. And the same goes now. So their, their problems and our message is being delivered in a different way, but we're working with partners to make sure we adapt to those new needs. And we found new ways of coming together and collaborating uh, to make sure that we're able to offer those um, solutions in a different platform in a different setting. So I would say that was a huge strength. We learned a lot from that this year and accomplishments. You know, we set forth, uh, built out a three-year plan and as far as objectives, you know, building partnerships, building relationships, serving. Um, this year, we will have served over 2,000 students, which was um, over our original goal of, I believe we set for 1,865 students. We will be at 2,100, um, providing workshops and trainings to facilitators and future peak team coaches to be able to take our framework and share it with students. Um, you know, as far as cultivating relationships, though, I think was the biggest thing is we're new. We need to build trust. We need to build rapport with groups that we're going to work with because then we're able to execute things at a higher level. So, um, and lastly, I mean, I can't speak to the you know, it's, I can't say enough about our team and what our team has done. Um, it takes, it takes an army and a, a group of individuals to step in and be willing to follow the mission um, 
and vision that we set so that we can accomplish the objectives together as a team. And I'd say like everybody has stepped up, roles and responsibilities, you know, those were set and discussed. However, those have also shifted, right? Um, individuals have been needed in different areas and everybody's shown a willingness to step in and help other people so that we can make sure that um, we were meeting those objectives, but also then again, meeting the new um, goals uh, required or asked for by our partners. So that's, those are some of the things I think, you know, we need to celebrate and we've talked about as a team that this year has gone by quick, but it's been challenging because of COVID. But I think um, everyone's been willing to step up and actually come together to get things done. And shout out yeah. to you guys, Jack and Q as well. Man, I just Jack think it's Shout out to Jack and Q stepping into the lineup. We got a lot of expectations for you boys, but you guys have done a great job. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, the hope is that we'll continue to add some more people to the team, committed individuals that are passionate about creating change. Um, you know, this is a, it's not a, it's not just an organization. I feel like we're, we're, we're trying to create a movement of action-oriented change. That's what we're about. Yeah, I just think it's crazy how back in March we had our plan all laid out. And then when COVID hit, everything went virtual. Teachers yep. were scrambling. We were scrambling and trying to figure out. We thought we had everything set in stone. And now we got everything set in stone now. So hopefully this new year, things go at, go as planned. So I'm excited for what, what this year holds for us. Yeah, and even like that, if you're talking about, it's like, you know, when that whole thing happened, it was, you know, first and foremost, people have to take care of themselves and their families, right? They're trying to figure out, navigate how this is going to look for their families and then figure out on a professional level how this is going to look. There's so much uncertainty, too. There's no timeline. There was no like, oh, right, we got this is only going to be around for three months. And on this date, we'll be back to normal. I mean, we still, still don't know. Right. We still don't know. Even now, you know, the FDA just approved um, the vaccine for COVID. But what's that going to look like as far as when people will have access and who gets access when and, you know, who's going to be willing to take it and how many I think it's they're saying you'll have to do two shots of it within two weeks. Um, it's just a lot of uncertainties and things up in the air that we're still dealing with. So, you know, we have to maintain that, that flexible, flexible mindset and willingness to just say, you know what, when called upon, we just got to be ready to get it done. All right. Hey, so let's get into nitty gritty. Cause we, we, we know our successes, how many students we've have, you know, covered. Um, but, Nitty gritty. What are your top three favorite successes that has happened this year with Strive 365? Your top three that has either like elevated us to that new level um, very, and get specific with us as well. Yeah. Um, top three. Number one, I would definitely say the um, building of partnerships. Um, I think that that's something that's key, right? Our existence is because we're here to serve the community, serve youth. And you can't do that without building great partnerships with different organizations. Um, I think we've gone over and beyond that with the amount of partnerships and um, relationships we've built. And I think they're, they're valuable, right? Like they know a lot of our, all of our partnerships know that we're truly committed to them. And I think they're committed to us. And it's just the beginning. It's gonna continue to grow 
Um, the support is there on both sides. And I think that's what it takes. It's give and take on both sides. So I would say that's first and foremost, the key to this. Um, second, you can't build partnerships and relationships with other organizations without a great team. So everything that we're doing, everything that we're creating, everything that we're putting into place is because we have a great nucleus of staff members and people committed to the same thing. Um, as we've done, we've done a lot of the interest inventories and looking at our, our you know, self-awareness from ourselves from within, because we're all about development too, personal development, because you have to take care of yourself and figure yourself out if you're going to ultimately impact other people. And I think as a group, we're realizing a lot about ourselves, um, strengths and weaknesses, but then also how we complement each other as a group. That's the key is, um, you know, somebody's weaknesses, weakness could be somebody else's strength. So us coming together, learning from each other, working together, collaboration obviously is key and, and figuring out solutions to problems so that we can then go out into the community and help others. I think just putting together a team of individuals that are all committed to the same cause, but also are different people. Like we all have differences that actually mesh really well together so we can accomplish great things. Um, I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the future because I think that's gotta be in place, having a great team in place if you're gonna accomplish great things. Um, and then third, I would say just developing um, relationships with the community, marketing who we are, what we do, what we're about. More and more people are starting to hear about us. Oh, I see you. Yep. Let them see it. Let them see it. Strive. Raise shout it up. To, shout out up. to the Lonnie Imperial for the, for the work that they did. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the, look at the swag. Everybody wants swag. They see me walking around, oh, right? Oh, like, can I get one of those? I'm like, not yet. Not yet. You got to help the kids. You got to donate. We'll see what we can do. Right. But um, just a lot of people are interested in what we're doing, which is great. Right. And if you get more people interested in what's happening, then you get more people involved. Then you get more people committed to wanting to create change. Actually, even yesterday, my neighbors were like, oh, can you tell us more about your program and what you guys do? And they're like, it's so interesting. I've always wanted to give back, didn't know an organization that, that would fit kind of the mold that I wanted to, to serve. And this is something I'm interested in. And I have friends that are interested and they want to learn more. So, you know, they're signing up for our, our trivia event. They're looking on our website. They're going to follow us on social media. So that's huge. And then I also think with that comes even our board development. When you're a new organization, putting a board together that falls in line with the passion and, and mission of your organization is also key. And that's, that kind of ties into our marketing and letting people know who we are. The more individuals know who we are, the more they're going to share with their friends and family. And the next thing you know, um, people are talking about it. So I think that's key. Yeah. I mean, our board is so committed. I, I absolutely love our board. Um, and the, just the commitment that they have. We have one board member who wakes up early in the morning. Uh, he's on the West Coast and he wakes up early in the morning just to make sure he's part of it. Um, so yep. that's absolutely amazing to have. Uh, so I don't forget, guys, Brandon kind of touched on our, our trivia night. It is going to be February 11th at 630 Central Time, 730 for Eastern Time. Uh, 
please look out for that. That's on our website. Also, we'll send out emails to you guys. Uh, you can have up to six members on your team. Uh, it'll be a really, really cool thing. Uh, $150 per team. Uh, if you can't even get six people on your team, we encourage that even you join by yourself or, or two people. Uh, but we really, really want you guys to be a part of this. It's going to be our first annual event. Uh, we were supposed to have it this year in 2020, or I mean, sorry, last year in 2020, but it now it'll be 2021. Um, so yeah, just take a look at that. And uh, we hope to have as many people as possible and uh, take down the the flaky jacks. Flaky Jays? Is oh, that no, you can't mess that up. It's like Flaky Jakes. Hey, that's that's a trivia team. Flaky Jays. Got Indianapolis, it. shout out to the Flaky Jakes. Yeah. Look, look. I'm not even going to play on a team, right? Because I'm committed to the cause. I am about, I love to win, right? But just getting people to play and participate is also winning. You must participate if you want a chance to win, right? However, the Flaky Jakes get it in. So if you're going to put a team, <laughs> if you're going to put a team together, I'm letting you know right now, the Flaky Jakes will be a team that you will have to reckon it's with. Flaky Jakes. I said Flaky Jakes. No, you said Flaky Jacks. And I don't know what that's all about. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna put my money on the Flaky Jakes. All right. Okay. So, but I'm just letting you they'll they'll be they'll be a team to contend with. But right. at the end of the day, it's all about giving back, participating. Um, and we're just looking for something fun to do that brings people together. So um, this is an opportunity, especially again with you know, a lack of, of people having a chance to be around loved ones and friends and family, regardless of winning or losing, it'll just be a chance to have fun and connect with people um, virtually from all over and also support a, support a cause. So the funds will, will go back to our programming and we'll be matched actually. So we have a funder that's um, giving us a matching grant up to a certain dollar amount. So all the funds from this event will be matched. So I'm really excited about it. We got a lot of people I think already signed up and more hopefully coming and people are people are looking forward to it. It's February 11th. So it's a couple of days before Valentine's Day. So I'm gonna coin this, share the love, you know, sign yeah. up, share the love and let's get it done, right? Yep. So guys, definitely hope you join in that. Uh, we're really excited about that. Um, so Brandon, now we're going to jump into, we've finished 2020, a uh, very successful year, uh, I believe. Um, and I would say that the results show as well, you're a very result oriented person and numbers don't lie. Uh, we added more partners. Um, we were able to add more community members who were involved, uh, added more board members. Uh, just the growth has definitely shown. Now, Brandon, we would like to ask you, we've done the growth success. Now, let me ask you about the future. Uh, what, where do you want Strive365 to go in year two? And what are the, some of the things that you believe we will achieve in year two? Uh, no pressure. You don't have to go too far ahead. Um, yeah. I don't have to break it down month by month, but just some, some that come right to the top of your head and then some small things that you think are very, very important for us. Yeah, first and foremost, I mean, as a as a team, we want to continue to develop um, personally and as a group. Um, we'll have to continue to learn and grow from one another, but also learn and grow from partnerships and and the community. Things that are happening, we're going to have to continue to be flexible and adjust. And um, I, you know, when tragedy strikes, that means that it's instead of looking at like why this happened to us, we have to look at why this is happening for us. 
This is creating a chance for us to adapt and help other people. And from there, you know, the goal is always first and foremost to help people. We're in the business of helping people, providing support to people, specifically youth, kids and the development, and also working with um, caretakers, adults, people that are interested in working with kids. You know, we want to provide strategies and techniques that they can use and that they will take with them. So when they're working or in front of kids, they have an idea of, you know, different things that they can use to put up, put the kids on the platform and say, hey, let's build this relationship to, so this kid, their self-esteem is growing and we're building support systems so that they feel loved and that they have a sense of hope. So those are, that's another area we obviously want to focus on, continue to develop our board and grow our staff so that um, we can have a larger reach in the community um, and make a greater impact, which will hopefully also increase our fundraising efforts, grant efforts, things like that. And then, you know, we're gonna go back to the lab also. We gotta continue to develop our curriculum, grow our curriculum, um, implement new changes and opportunities. We have a lot of exciting um, forms of curriculum and um, our development, new developments coming out that are gonna impact the community also. So we hope to release some new things like planning on releasing a children's book um, this next year as well as um, I've been writing another book that focuses on mindset. Um, so not just through the scope of athletics, but just um, working with individuals. You could even take different activities like athletics and the mindset of how we approach, you know, even say a trivia event trying to win, how that carries into your personal life or your professional life or your social life. Um, and talking about the process, right? Not, not wanting to skip steps to get to goals, being willing to go through the process, you know, having delayed gratification, understanding delayed gratification, you know, going through adversity, which builds your mindset to then accomplish things that you never thought possible. That's the key. That's, you know, understanding that that's true growth. Right. And that's sustainable growth because you didn't skip steps. You know, if somebody would have told me 15 years ago, hey, you're going to be, you know, running the foundation and this and that. I've been like, really? Um, I wouldn't have believed it because, you know, I was in I was going a different route. However, all the things I did leading up to this point have prepared me for what I'm currently doing. It's a journey, right? So that's kind of what we also preach to the kids as well as a lot of times, yeah, you're going to be in a situation where you're stumped or you feel like, you know, you're stuck. You can't really move forward from there, but it's a part of the journey. There's going to be bumps and uh, a lot of bumps that show up on the way. Uh, there's going to be a lot of highs. Uh, so I think that's another thing we talk about peaks and valleys too. Yep. Uh, peaks and valleys, ups and downs, you know, uh, skipping over those things. It, it, it doesn't build character. If anything is easy, it's probably not worthwhile. So mm -hmm. you gotta embrace the challenge of something and push yourself uh, to see actually what you're actually capable of completing and doing. So, you know, that's really gonna be the focus, continue to put together um, systems and uh, development and curriculum and workshops and trainings and things like that, that help 
people get to that point and kind of build frameworks around um, opportunities for them to change their lives and create hope. That's the goal. And Brandon, real quick, um, and then I'll let JP jump into into his part. It's going to be pretty good. Uh, so you guys be ready. Um, so Strive 365 started out with five partners and we've continued to grow and add and add. A lot of times people struggle, you know, when, when you get something new, you don't, you forget about the old and it's hard to sustain it. Can you touch on how you plan to sustain and build new part or sustain the, the partners that we currently have and also build with the new partners? Right. Yeah. So again, that comes back to the relationship piece. When you build valuable relationships, it's something that you hold close and dear to your heart. Um, so the organizations that we started working with, we're going to continue to to make sure that we provide support to them. That's where our staff comes in too. Um, even growing the amount of support we're giving those organizations is key. So by us adding um, more staff members and continuing to work on our curriculum and development, that's only going to impact those partners more. And in regards to adding additional partnerships, sure, yeah, we want to we want to offer this to as many individuals as possible because we know the value in what we're doing. However, we don't want to get too big where we're not able to support people in an in an efficient and effective manner either. So we're paying close attention to that, but by continuing to grow our staff and you know think outside the box and find new ways to offer our programming um, indirectly, so even just being able to train the trainer, um, providing more workshops, provide more training opportunities, I think that's another way too to expand our, our ability to offer our programming by training individuals that are committed to the cause and then they can go out and work with the youth um, and use our framework and programming uh, when, they're, when they're in their setting, um, they just attach our framework to what they're already doing. That's the goal. Beautiful. Um, so are you ready? So Brandon, just for our audience, Brandon has requested us to give him a well, stump. Hold up, JP. You're already trying to, like, you got something. Man, you're looking evil right now. Like, you're just <laughs> trying to mess me up. We've been waiting to let this one out on you because he's requested a stumper question. So, Brandon, yes. Perry, so give, so, you know, we talked about staff members and we talked about everyone's personalities. So I right. want you to name every one of your staff members, provide a trait that they have and okay. give us a 20 second summary on why you describe them with those, with those traits. And here's the other stumper. I'm going to throw out the name. So you, so the name will be thrown out and you get 20 seconds. Oh, this is crazy. All right, here we go. Here we go. I got to get ready. I feel like I need to stretch, man. You're trying to get me. Okay, let's go. Okay. Paula Lemlowski. Data-driven. Um, I say data-driven because Paula likes the numbers to back up. So I'd say like, if you look at a mixed methods approach of, quantitative, qualitative, she wants numbers to back up and support um, the social emotional side of things when working with partners. 20 seconds. All right, pretty good. That was a good start. Yep, uh, yep. Okay, James Forrester. James, very 
very, very, very passionate. So if I had a word to be passionate, he's expressive and lets you know how he feels. And there's always a moral fiber or compass attached to his passion because he wants things to work and he wants to execute things at a high level. Okay, uh, 20 seconds, good. You're on, you're doing pretty well. Uh, next one, Z Lee Yang. Z Lee, she is the silent assassin, <laughs> right? Because Z Lee is always, she's behind everything we do. She's like, it's almost, she's like the glue, right? She gets things done. Um, she's our graphic designer, but she's so much more than that because she's a part of all of our meetings and support for everyone. So if it wasn't for her, we would not be able to accomplish things and and have things look aesthetically as good as they do. Lee got 30 seconds, guys. Sorry, Z Lee. That's everything. I can't I hey, can't just I, give you a little taste and not, you know. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh next one. Hassan Rahim. Hassan Rahim communicator right because Hassan talks to everyone he's he lights up the room he's that person everybody wants to build a relationship with so not only and I say communicator because that's the key to collaboration and working with partners Hassan is the person that is connected also to everything we do aside from the financial he's he's beyond he goes beyond that Oh, okay, so I got to cut off. I can't take too many compliments. I can't take too many compliments, you know. Okay, <laughs> and the viewers will see me blushing. You know? I, yeah. I don't want them to see me blush. You the know? Dream. That's the dream. I was going to say the dream, but you know, I don't want to. I appreciate you know. it. I appreciate it. Hey, you're doing right. phenomenal. Next person, Cody Hallowell. Cody Hallowell. Cody is first and foremost, I will put, I would just give you a symbol, the question mark. Right. And I say question mark because Cody questions everything. He wants to make sure everything is done. Everything's done properly. It's the lawyerly side of him, but he's so passionate about what we're doing. He wants everything executed at a high level so that we can reach truly reach our peak as an organization. All right. Cody's done. Um, next person is Jack Anderson. Jack newbie. Right. Cause Jack's been on, he's been on a team for three weeks, yeah. but already seen him willing to help everyone collaborate with everyone but i also see this there's this thing in him this this glimmer of leadership right i'm like hmm jack's jack's a guy that's gonna shock everyone and come out as a a, a huge leader for our organization okay q q videographer visual the visual genius this guy i mean it wasn't for him, similar to Zeely. He he's putting things in place um, for us as an organization that's going to light up the world. We're gonna find new ways to showcase who we are and what we're about because of his talents. Um, and he's also a great person to be around. Yeah. Okay. JP. JP glue. JP is the glue of our organization. JP runs our programming partnerships he's the person that puts everything together sets meetings with our partners helps do our calendar but at the end of the day he has to deliver the message to the kids and that's really really important to what we do and the kids absolutely love him all right that's everyone but hey guess what guys i'm gonna be i'm gonna be that person jp i'm gonna stump you now dr oh. curry Dr. Curry, you have, you have 20 I, seconds. I say um, 
the the vision the vision or you know that superhero uh, vision yeah because uh, he's always seeing the future he's always predicting the next step and planning Ooh. ahead and like when we're on step one he is on step five running already so we got to pick up the pieces put it together and then go to and then by the time we hit step five he's on step 10 <laughs> so i call him the vision i like, I like that. that man I appreciate okay, i'm gonna give you one too brandon okay okay say a true leader uh, and the reason I say that is because you're also in the trenches. Yes, you are at the top of the, the chain, but you also don't mind ever. You don't even think twice about it. You'll come down to the bottom uh, because you don't believe there is a bottom. Uh, yesterday, you were talking about there is no hierarchy. And that's something that I like of true leaders. You're not afraid to do it. Uh, you'll say it, but you'll also do it as well. So that's why I say true leader. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So JP, uh, I'll do, I'll go to the next section um, and then I'll let JP give his another really cool segment that he created, uh, which I really like. Um, so this one is called Cope It Out. Um, so we run a concept here at Strive called Cope It Out. It's one of the most important um, and it is proactive. Uh, so you wanna teach this before, uh, craft is the reactive and cope is the proactive. So COPE stands for communication, offering, positivity, and uh, empowerment. Um, so Dr. Curry, can you give us one example similar to how you did FACES, a time that you've used one of the concepts of COPE? One of the concepts of COPE. I mean, the most, the most, the one that I have to do every day, all the time with everyone is communicate. I mean, mm -hmm. and when I look at the, the power that communication has, it goes be a lot of people think communication means talking to somebody or, you know, you're saying what you have to say and they're listening. I think the, the biggest form of communication is actively listening to other people. So um, I think that comes back to the faces piece where I talked about empathy. Um, so actively listening means that you're hearing the needs of others and then you're able to offer the necessary supports so that they feel like they're able to overcome those obstacles and um, reach new levels of success. So I would say that communication would definitely be at the top for me. Awesome. Cool. So we, we've reached the top of the peak. And so with we reward every guest here a 30 second shout out. We like to call a shout it out. So Dr. Curry, you reached the peak. So you yep. get 30 seconds to do a promotion, shout outs, uh, any family members or friends or promote Strive365, however you want. And you got 30 seconds and I'm timing this. And once you go over, we're gonna do a complete shutdown. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. Honestly, there's no individual person. I just wanna shout out the people. Um, if we're gonna continue to grow and come together, as, as one, everybody needs to look beyond what's in front of them and think about the future. Um, look, look left, look right, but also don't forget to look right in front of you into the mirror and say, what am I doing today? How am I getting better? How am I developing as a person? You know, Make sure that you go through the processes in order to accomplish greatness. Thank you. So everyone, uh, we really appreciate you listening to episode one of season two. Uh, we were very blessed to start it out with Dr. Curry as we did last season as well. Um, so everyone, I really want you to take away that Strive 365 is not just here for the short term. We're going for the long run. We're going to be here 
Uh, we're going to help out not just our partners, uh, not just uh, board members. We're going to help the whole community. We're looking out for every individual we possibly can. Um, our growth is going to continue, uh, but we're going to be efficient with our growth. Uh, having the leader that we have in Dr. Curry and the staff we have, we're all committed to the same passion that we're in, uh, which is helping the youth. Uh, that's what we believe in and that's what we live by. So just continue, like Dr. Curry said, to look in the mirror and say, hey, what can I do today to make a difference? Um, and that could be just going on our website, looking what we do and trying to learn how you can uh, be maybe a volunteer or a part of what we do as well or learning from us in any possible way we can. Because at the end of the day, we're all in it for the same cause. Uh, we wanna help the youth and that's what we're going to do. We're gonna to continue to do that. Um, and I just wanna say thank you to everyone who listens, everyone uh, who participates in this podcast. Uh, and also I wanna give a big shout out to my co-host JP. As usual, he always kills it. Um, and thank you so much, Dr. Curry for being here. So everyone, please enjoy this episode and take away all you can. Brandon, do you want to give one last word? Yeah, one last thing. Hassan, pass me the rock. Okay, game's right, on the Hey, line. guess what, guys? Guess what? I don't want you shooting the ball, Hassan. <laughs> you haven't made a jump shot since 2015. Okay? Hey, pass hey, me the ball. Hey, give, me, give me the ball. The, the, hey, the game's on the line. I'm on your team, Hassan. Are we on the same team? We're on the same team, man. Pass me the rock. All right, hey, that's how much trust I got in Dr. Curry. That even if I had a wide open three, I give it a Dr. Curry. That's how much I trust. My man. Hey, I love you guys. Great job today. Appreciate it. Um, maybe you'll invite me back for, for another episode on season three. You know, I don't know. I'm ready. Yep. We love it. We love it. All right, guys. So you heard it from Dr. Curry. And I'm Dr. Curry, do you want to close this out? Um, with With all the way live with yeah. three. Ladies and gentlemen, we got right, Dr. Curry's gonna close this out, guys. All right, thank you guys for joining us. I want to close it out and say this is Strive 365 all the way live.